Fourth Yesterday was the Daf Samach Aleph in Bechoros, and we're going to start our review back on Daf Samach at Yosef Rav Kahana, and uh, we are learning Luli Nishmas from Abbas Shmuel Shimon, may her neshama ben Aliyah, as well as Daniel Bernet Baruch Ben Yudaleib, and Veimi, uh, right, and uh, Naftali Yosef Ben. Chaim Nisan Alevi, and with that, and Rufus Shleima, please, to all who need it. And with that, let's get started on our review of yesterday's <laughs> daf. So what did we learn yesterday? So, um, albeit separately. Okay, so um, we, um, so starting from the story with Rav Kahani, he was, he was saying over this piece that was uh, previously mentioned, and um, basically, Rav Ashi said to Rav Kahana that, how does that work to be, make those uh, that, to make the kedush over there? Okay, um, basically, um, we're talking about where two animals came out in the ninth one, and uh, he called them both. Uh, um, he called them both uh, nine. So then, the tenth and chulin are mixed together. But if he called them. Um, but if you called them both ten, then it's ten and nine mixed together. And the question is, why is it even make the next thing kadosh? Isn't there a rule um, that uh, that that only time that the next one can become kadosh is if it is removed from the tenth one? Meaning, if you say if you don't call ten ten, you call it a different number. So then, uh, so then there's room for the numbers around it, the, the 9 and the 11 to become sanctified. But over here, I didn't do that. I just called, I called the right one 10. I called the ninth one also 10, same time. But why does that work? That's the question. So the Gemara explains that, um, uh, anyway, so, so and, and the rule is, is that the only time that, that when, again, so that's Ravashi's question, that when, and we, I thought the rule is that when the, the name of 10 was not removed from the original one, so then the 11th one is never Makudush. So how is the 11th one becoming Makudush in this case? That's the question. So the answer he said is that that's only true when it's one after another. But when they are simultaneous, so then they both take on the status of Kedusha. It's so only when we already called 10-10, then you call 11-10, that has no effect. But if you're calling 10-10 and 11-10 at the same time, calling them both 10, then it, it can both become Kadosh. So if the two of them yeah. come together at the same time, then become... That was the case. Yeah, okay. That's and exactly what we're talking about, yeah. right. 10-11 walk out at the same time. Together, then I said the word 10 on both 10 and 11. So you, you don't. So the, the the only time, even though it never was removed off the number ten, the 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 calling of it ten, it still since it was simultaneous, there is room for both of them to become kadosh. <laughs> so the Gemara says, um, didn't we learn when it's one after another? That's uh, if you call the ninth one ten, and the tenth one ten, and the eleventh one ten. So we said uh, then the eleventh one is not so why would you have to say Zayaklal to tell you that? that there's, it must be coming to include a new case. Isn't it coming to include even when it's Babas Achas? No, it's coming to include when the 10th one comes out and he didn't say anything. So in other words, 9 comes out, 
um, he called it ten, let's say. Tenth one comes out and he was silent. He didn't call it nine, he just didn't say anything. And then the eleventh one comes out. That's also, since he never uprooted and removed the name ten from the tenth animal, because by not saying it doesn't make it not ten, he just didn't say anything. So that's why it's, uh, it's, it, it, that's why the 11th one won't be Makudash, won't become sanctified, even if you called it 10. So even What's if you did not call the 10, when the 10 came out, he said nothing. When the 11 came out, he said 11. No. I I'm, I'm, I understand what you're saying. I said 10. I know, you said 10, because when you, on the 9th on the one, he didn't say nothing. On the 11th, he said 10. Right. I understand that. No question about this. And then fine. the 11th one is not Makudosh. That's what, what we're I'm saying. I'm asking you, it's a different question. Yeah. It's a different, different What's case. if? Yeah. When the 10th came out, they said nothing at all. Right. When the 11th came out, they said the 11th. So. There's no nothing, problem. Nothing there at all. That's for sure. That's a Kavachomer. Of course, that's not going to have but any it, effect. But since he didn't say anything, he didn't call it 10. Is it, it still 10? Of course, the fact that but it comes out, out then, that's 10. for sure. We already okay. saw that a few times. Okay. And when the fact that it comes out then, that's enough you to give it. You don't say it that's for, You said it didn't say anything, it already is Makudish, and it's because it is the tenth. That itself is enough to make it Makudish. Whether you said it or not. No, the hit, no, that's not true. Yeah, when he didn't say nothing on the tenth, but he said on the eleventh, he said ten. It, then only the tenth is Makudish and not the eleventh. That's the Chiddush. Wait a minute. When the eleventh came out and he called it ten, it does no effect. No effect. Doesn't make a difference. It's he only when he called he, it, he has to uproot the number ten from the tenth one, meaning he had to call the tenth one nine. Then okay, he, he called the eleventh one ten. That's where only only then is the eleventh one have a kedusha to it. Yeah. But if you if he never uprooted the name ten from the tenth one, okay. and being silent is not an uprooting. So then the eleventh one is going. not going to be Makudish at all. Not going to become sanctified at all. That's the Kiddush exactly as we're saying it. Okay. Okay. It's confusing. I'm not denying it. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Anyway. The all right. So, um, all right. So the, uh, the Gemara says, um, Right, so that's the, that's the idea that whenever it's Basachas, he proves it, and whenever it's Basachas, they're both being coming Kodesh. So Gemara says, uh, maybe um, maybe that was a different case over there. The case that we tried proving it was perhaps not good proof because maybe he's talking about where one of them came, stuck its head out first, he called it 11, and then it got mixed back inside, and then they came out together and he called it 10. So maybe that's enough to make the uh, tenth one already uh, uh, um, uprooted, and uh, so the Gemara says that doesn't really fit into the words if that's what it's saying because it doesn't. It said that they didn't come before the other one. Um, the, so the Gemara says no. What that means that it didn't come before means because it got mixed back in. So it started coming out. You already happened to call it the wrong number, and that would oh, that would actually be not like Rebbe who has a very interesting idea. He says that, right, he has a very creative math. He says that the number 11 is actually 10. Of course, it only works in Hebrew language because the way to say 11 in Hebrew is achad asar. And you can put a comma and it changes the entire meaning because asar means 10, but achad asar means 11. But if you say achad asar, that means one ten, 
we have one ten over here. And that's exactly what he was saying. If there's multiple tens, he's saying, okay, this is my first ten, and maybe there's going to be some more tens coming up. And that was the okay. sheet of Rebbe that we learned I yesterday. Know, what? Just a different it says you count in tens, and you have groups in ten coming. That's coming up. We didn't get there. Oh, you jumped at the gun. I'm that's sorry, okay. Rebbe. I'm sorry. Oh, so we get there. That's, that's what we say. No, no, I'm just explaining okay. Rebbe's okay. shita who happens okay. to hold okay. that when you say Achad Osar, that's not an elker of the shame. That's not approving the name because um, uh, because when you call the the 10th one 11, Achad uh, Osar, then that's actually still calling it 10. And therefore the 11th one, which you call 11, or even if you call it 10, it's not going to be Mekudosh. Rabbi so Yosef really disagrees 10, with that. It does not count. What? In English, if you count in English, one and ten. He's saying one ten. That's one ten. This is one ten, meaning it's our, my first ten. That's exactly what we're saying. Yeah, right. It doesn't translate exact in English, but anyway, you get the gist. Okay. Okay, but that's a, no. That is what he says. But that's what he says. Um, anyway, that's the story, and um, Rava explains that we're talking about over here is that that uh, he makes a qualifier for Rebbe. He says that's only true when I have multiple sets. I'm not going to have only one set of ten. I have over 20 animals, so there's going to be first and second ten and third ten. So therefore, it makes sense that I would call my first ten Chad Asar. And it's not really considered an uprooting of the na- number ten from it. And therefore, it's not going to be able to make the eleventh one Mekudosh. Okay. So... Um, uh, now, um, we said that if uh, uh, two come out at, as number 10, so there's uh, one source that says that they got to graze. There's another source that says that they're both brought. And there's a third source that says that they, all, they both die. So how are we to understand these three opinions? It's not contradictory. The opinion that the, the first source that says that they've got to both graze, that's going according to the Rabbanon. That's the Rabbi Shitu who says that we generally do not like to bring Kachim to Beis Apsu. So therefore, we, since they really should be basically a Suffolk Shlamim slash um, uh, uh, Suffolk Shlamim slash Meiser, and that means I'm going to have to bring them both as if it's a Shlamim. And if I'm going to bring it both as if it's a Shlamim, it's very interesting that's going to create a, a, a portion that I'm going to have to now give to the Kohanim. And being that Kohanim, you know, may not have a big enough appetite because they, after all, they have a lot of carbonos to eat. So they're, you know, like one other carbon is just going to be simply too much. And therefore, it's going to potentially bring Kachim to Beis because there's going to be more leftovers. I don't know if you remember, we, at one time we came across a Gemara about some very, very large Kohanim who they said there was never any leftovers in their days. <laughs> Is like in the, and they lauded them as being a great addition, you know, great sub- source of uh, pride that uh, they never had to be able to eat all that meat. <laughs> to be able to eat all that meat, exactly. So as Gemara talks about the certain family. Anyway, um, the bottom line is that's called Mevin Kachon Beisipsol. Now the opinion that says Yakrivo, that's uh, that they're both brought. That's Rab Shimon, who's not worried about Mevin Kachon Beisipsol. And that's because we're familiar that basically, again, when you think about it, it's only a, a, 
a possibility. It's not like it's definite. Yeah. You know, like, what, when you bring a carbon, you worry about, well, maybe the coin's not going to eat it. You don't worry about that. So, okay, so he has to eat his chaz So he'll figure out a way to eat yeah. it. I mean, what, that's not considered um, a factor that we just now, we can't bring the carbon anymore, just let it graze. Now, the opinion of Yumusu, that's going like her. Yudo says that, uh, that tells nicer mistake when it comes to a meiser is really a tamura, and review the holds that tamura's meiser dies. So that's what we thought anyway. So the gemara says is that true that review the holds that tamura's meiser dies. Then, then we learn in the mishnah that they say in the name of a mayor that if uh, uh, that this is not a tamura. If it was a tamura, then why is it brought? The fact that it's brought proves that it's not a tamura. Doesn't that imply that review this says that it is brought? Because otherwise, why would Rabbi Meir being able to say, hello, how can you consider this a tomorrow? We're bringing it. Sounds like that Rabbi Yehuda, who says that we're bringing it, and he says that it's a tomorrow, obviously admits that tomorrows can be brought. So anyway, so anyway, but at least Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda agrees that it's brought. So that can't be the Rabbi Yehuda. Now, um, and maybe you'll say Rabbi Meir is going according to what he held, not what Rabbi Yehuda held. That's not, that doesn't fit in because it says very clearly in the Brisa that there's no difference between the 11th Korban that you call 10 that becomes sanctified and a Shlamim. There's only one difference, which is one is able to make the next thing Kadosh to be able to be brought as a Korban. And uh, that's only by a Shlamim that has that possibility. And this, uh, well, it does not have the, the, that level of Kedusha to be able to make something else kadosh to be able to be brought as a carbon. That's according to Rabbi Yudha. So the only thing that doesn't happen is that it doesn't create the next thing that's kadosh l'karif. But it certainly, it itself is able to be brought. So um, that clearly shows that we see Rabbi Yudha clearly holding that it does become kadosh to be brought, just not able to transfer it further. Um, that's the only thing, because he says, ain't tmura also tmura. You can't make it one step further away. And another price that proves it, it says, Imen Abakar, which we know is a, uh, teaches us to tell you that the 11th one also can become a Shlomim. When you call, when you skip the 10th one from being called 10, and therefore you call the 11th one 10, so then it becomes uh, a Shlomim. Now, you might think that even the 9th one becomes a Shlomim. That's not true. It only works afterwards. Um, and who is that? Who could that price be going like? It's a Sifra. Sifra, we know, without a name, is going like Rabbi Yudha. So clearly we see, um, and it's saying, is Marbel, the 11th one, that it's brought as a Shlamim. So obviously it's not Rabbi Yudha. So reject that. So the Gemara says, you know what it is? It's Rabbi Shimon Berebi. Uh, um, I'm sorry, Rabbi Shimon Berebi Abba translated, explained in front of Rabbi Yochanan, we're talking about, in order to know why it's Yemusu, it's not Rabbi Yudha at all. It's talking about Maizer Bismanazeh, and the concern is Takala. We're worried that you can't leave this animal around. It's not able to be brought, and therefore the only option is to lock it up and let them die because we're worried about the, that concern. So the says, why would that only be true if it's two? If it's like a double. So let's say it's a single. Also, you should have to let die, right? So the Gemara says, it's Kulshikin. Not only... We're saying, yes, there's one, of course you would let it die, it's not that big of a loss, but even two, where it increases the loss, maybe you'd say that uh, the, where the, since there's so much of a loss, maybe you should just let, let it graze till it gets a mum, 
So and then then at least then you'll be able to eat it. Kamashulan that we don't say that. Next we saw that if somebody tells a shliach, go. And this is very interesting. Uh, end of the Gemara, and uh, go and take the meiser behema on my behalf. So Puppy said the name of Rava that uh, if the if this um, agent miscounted, if the agent the shliach miscounted and called the ninth one ten, then it's going to be kadosh. And um, and but if he calls the eleventh one ten, in order to bring a carbon, then he's not kadosh. And Rav Papa says even if he calls the ninth one ten, it's not kadosh, because I only sent you to do the, do it correctly. I never sent you to mess up. Okay, and that's basically the idea. And the reason why we make a differentiation, um, then why? Uh, so I guess really we could stop over I here. I think we'll save this last piece for when we do the CM. Yeah, right. And uh, we'll move on. But so in that, in that yeah. last case, the whole count is uh, nullified? It's as if he didn't count?